What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 361st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I am your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Pride. It started now, so be proud of all your things. Be like Squirtle. Come on out. (laughs) I feel like four (laughs) people got that book (laughs) reference. Look, it's on my Twitter. All right. There you go. Just make sure you're retweeting it every day. When you took it away from me, me. I was going to be the happy pride guy. Ha! Will is here. Well, happy second place pride, (laughs) I guess. Is that a thing? Second place now. Here, happy closet pride for all of you who haven't quite come out yet, but you're you're just ready to get through the door. Enjoy your month. There you go. Happy crack closet door pride month. Be be like (laughs) Squirtle. Be like Squirtle. Come out of your shell and visit all your friends. Well, he didn't come out of his shell, but he was happy that he came out today. And then there was a rainbow in the sky. (laughs) Can't believe how fast I, I got that reference. I actually made that image into a t-shirt Look, for if you're, one year. Why not? That's a good idea. But and Steve, that, if, if your Twitch channel is labeled as LGBTQIA+, uh-huh, you have plus. to have all of these things memorized or you're not allowed to put that little label on sticker on. We, we've got to give you an examination. I have them yeah. all memorized. Uh, uh, I don't know where I was going with this. What? Okay, the real question is what... <laughs> the real question is what book is the Squirtle from? I have it. It's in my. It's right here. Come out, Squirtle. As he, as he knocks out, knocks over everything, and <laughs> wait, is it, wait, is this an official book? I mean, yes, it was. Yeah, it was an official book. You can go on way back in the way back in the nineties when it was super popular. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Well, I mean, two thousand six no is when it was published. <laughs> yeah, the author was Tom Tomoaki Imakuni. Imakuni. Does have the Pokemon logo on it, but that doesn't mean Viz Kids. Oh, it's it says Pokemon Tales Volume Two, Come Out Squirtle by Akihito Toda and Kagemaru Himeno. Is that a different one? No, no, that's the one I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because none of those words sound like anything you just said. Oh, a hundred and eighty nine dollars and twenty four cents yeah. for the hardcover version. Yeah, and I have it. These I'm don't look. This is my retirement. October twenty first, nineteen ninety nine. Steve, you're looking at the wrong one. I was looking at Goodreads. No, go to Amazon. I see yeah, it. Well, Amazon. Amazon. I mean, Viz Media. Almost two hundred dollars for a hardcover. Yeah, and I have it. This is my retirement fund. This and my ancient Mew card. I think they reprinted it. That's fine. Why would you want anything but the first edition? (laughs) First edition, sweet. I got mine signed by Squirtle. How valuable that is. This is my retirement fund. Wow. There's. I guess there's one that's for $90 that's not hardcover. Okay, there's three editions. There's three editions. Okay, there's the... There's the Japanese edition, June of 1997. First edition in the United States, white cover, October 6th, 1999. And then there's the second edition in the United States, yellow cover, September 19th, 2006. Oh, man, that, wait. This one with the yellow cover Uh is listing at over $300. Hey, it's what? June. You gotta buy it. You gotta buy it off season. Will you can't well, buy that? June, is part June, of the problem. June, June is peak season for <laughs> Squirtle. Yes, it books. is. This is Squirtle is very popular in the month of June. 
What's also very interesting is um, Come Out Squirtle is Pokemon Tales 2. Hmm? Pokemon Tales 1 is called Charmander Sees a Ghost. Yes. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of these. Bulbasaur's Trouble, Eevee's Weather Report. Dragonite's Christmas. Pikachu's Day, and it's a... It's a chubby little Pikachu, Tales number four. You know what this reminds me of? Fly on Butterfree, Lapras makes a friend. There's a wow. Psyduck's hey. tongue twisters. They got a corner in that market of children's books. Do you remember, Greg, when we yes. were kids? Because this is long, long before Steve ever existed. The little the morality. Yes. The, the like the, the morality books that we used to have. They were like tiny little morality books, and they were like the people were shapes, and it was like, like little, Mr. Little Happy, Miss, yeah, yeah. Little Mr. Mr. Happy, Happy. And Mr. Grumpy, and Little Miss <laughs> Flopsy, or whatever. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, I also remember Goofus and Galliant in Highlights Magazine in the doctor's office. Well, yeah, but they lasted a long time, so that that went through the eighties and nineties. But those Little Miss, Little Mister books kind of disappeared. But boy, we could get a T-shirt line of those going and probably make a buck. There's a, they came back hard though. Like that, they came out. They came back for a while. Like Little Miss Chatterbox, I remember being a T-shirt not that long ago. Okay, maybe I missed out on it. Maybe it's a Midwestern thing. That could be. There's a Farfetch book. Here. Nobody cares about Farfetch. What is it? Farfetch's cooking dilemma. Farfetch serves dinner. Jeez. <laughs> Brutal over here. To serve Farfetch. <laughs> Deep cut. Deep cut. There are like 47 books in the series. Yeah, it's a lot. And I have the best one. Yeah, none of the, no other ones are selling for over $300 except for the Squirtle one. I wonder how much the whole collection would be. Anyways, this is not. Why we're, I mean, I guess, yes, po- Pokemon is a thing. Uh, there are children's Pokemon books that have existed that sell for $300, yes. That, that could be considered news, but we do have actual news today. We have a lot of news. There was a Pokemon press conference. I watched talk that, about that press conference. There's some probably some other news, but man, this show's going to be real long if we focus on everything. Yeah, we cannot focus on everything. We only have so much time. So much time, so much news. Uh, let's start off with, well, there is a little bit of news, non-press conference related, that we'll get out of the way here. So first bit of news, this is off Pokemon.com, creators of the Pokemon Detective Pikachu graphic novel speak out. The news here is there's a Detective Pikachu graphic novel <laughs> coming, but on Pokemon.com, there's an interview with the people who worked on it. Uh, it is being made by Legendary Comics, and Brian Busalito is the writer, and Jan Jones uh, is the managing and publishing operator of Legendary Comics, and then Nelson Daniel is the artist. And the three of them worked to bring this graphic novel alive. Although I don't think there's a release date. That's okay. I'm not interested anyways. I mean, I kind of am. But man, Legendary is expanding out a lot. What were their other titles that they've done? Well, like Legendary is the Legendary Entertainment's the big movie one. Oh, the was. movie company, yeah. Yeah, and this is their comics division. 
Like, how many divisions do they have? July 23rd is the aimed release date. Ooh. This is probably something I will buy and put on a shelf and never actually look at. There's a lot of things in your house that are that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been there. You gotta let it appreciate value. <laughs> if you don't, you'll never get that 300 Squirtle book. That's for darn See? sure. See? Something's appreciating. Yeah, and it's not anything you own. I have nothing of particular value. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I gotta get the Detective Pikachu graphic novel, put it next to my ancient Mew. Yep. Put it next to my uh, A Day with Pikachu Funko Pop in the appreciation closet. (laughs) In the appreciation bin. And eventually, hopefully, I can use those items to pay for my future children's college. Now, your great-grandchildren will find it in the wreckage after the post-apocalypse, and they'll rediscover Pokemon after the world is gone, because you locked it in your bin. That's that's your legacy. Uh, This is from Andrew from our Slack community. Uh, He sent this on in. Uh, This is off uh, Pokemon Pokey underscore times, which is an official... Pokemon Twitter account. You can follow it if you want, but they only tweet in Japanese, so maybe you don't want to follow it. <laughs> but well, they may you speak don't know Japanese. Me. That's true. There are new Pokemon Line stickers. If you don't know, Line is a chatting app like Facebook Messenger or iMessage. What's the other one that's really popular? WeChat. That's like China. Yeah, China. I think. Yeah. Line is oh WhatsApp WhatsApp oh WhatsApp WhatsApp Line is very popular in Japan. Uh, they actually have official Pokemon stickers in their app that you can buy for like two or three dollars. You can actually get the Line app in any in any language. It actually works really well. Uh, but they just released some new Pokemon stickers. If you uh, if that's your main good well look good luck trying to convince all your friends to switch to Line. Ain't gonna happen. I mean I. I use Line a little bit. I used Line to talk to Andrew for a while, but then I forgot Line existed. Okay, are we not going to talk about the fact that they're using Uniqlo's Pokemon t-shirt designs as the basis for these stamps? Like, controversy. They are? Yeah! What? Uh-oh. What is the... Look, okay, look at the picture of the Pikachu Popsicle. Uh-huh. That's one of the t-shirts. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Oh well, drama. Well, once so, I believe once you enter the competition, like you're submitting your work to them. Yeah, like that, well, that's why you don't enter competitions. <laughs> this is true, but I like I looked at it and I'm like, wait a minute, I know these things. We just talked about them. I didn't drama. Yeah, I, didn't, I only looked at the winner and like the runner up. Yeah, no, they're from those t-shirts. I'm gonna see if they're in the American store right now. I'm sure they've got all kinds of stickers. I mean, it's line. That's what they're known for. No, these are not in the American shop right now. Okay, go to the link I just sent you and scroll down past the really kind of cool unknown t-shirt and you will see the popsicle Pikachu that is in that tweet. Oh, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, they took those designs. Oh, I remember seeing the Ditto one with the Ditto with the cup. Oh man, this Pikachu origami one is so good. Why didn't that one win? And they took the and they took the um Jigglypuff from that t-shirt. The t-shirt with the X. Look at it and look at the second picture in that tweet. It's the same. Oh yeah, it totally is. Well, 
they line is a we should have a Pokemon it's super effective line. Do you can can you do no, we should. that would be awful. Can you imagine like <laughs> 90 people in one single group message? It's like yes, real- it's called Slack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there was a Pokemon press conference this last week. Was there? There was. What happened at it? This- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, and also in my rating of like uh, all press conferences I've watched in all time, that was possibly the worst press conference I've ever seen what? in my entire life. That was like the best oh. press conference because the CEO of the Pokemon Company no. roasted. We learned how many the we learned how many people can fit into a Pokeball as well. That's true, and roasted and roasted Godzilla. <laughs> okay, that's fine, but this is I can give you the two second description of that press conference. Uh, we're going to have this guy talk about a thing. Guy comes and talks for one minute, says, yes, this thing exists. Okay, you're done. Next, dude. Yeah. All right, I mean, two minutes. This thing exists. Okay, you're done. Next. That's, it's tight and to the point. I, this wanted, I wanted them to provide the final proof to remove the government of this country so that we could be taken over by Japan. I thought that's what I was hoping no. for. I thought we were going to have a Pokemon hegemony. Head, head, Oh, that's a hard word to <laughs> that's say. A hard one to Hegemony. Say. We are not. That's coming on the fifth. Oh, okay. Sorry, wrong press <laughs> conference. Wrong expectations. Okay. Yeah. This was the third ever press conference they have done. I originally, did one in 2015. It was held on September 10th. It introduced Pokemon Go for the first time. And it established the collaboration between the Pokemon Company, Niantic, and Nintendo. In 2018, last year, they had a press conference where they started off with Pokemon Quest for the Nintendo Switch. And everyone got real upset because they thought it was a Pokemon Minecraft game. And, and it wasn't. no one was interested. And then they said at the end of the conference that it was free and available to download right now. And turns out, that's probably one of the best Pokemon games ever made. <laughs> All right. Gripe well, number one. Mm. Just to fast forward a little bit. Okay. How come China gets PvP Pokemon? Okay, quest? hold on. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. No, no, I am outraged. <laughs> I am outraged. Because China gets a bunch of it. Like, China has their own version. Why of... does China get all the good stuff? I, I don't know. Look, I w- they I'm don't have Google. I don't know stuff. if that's like. <laughs> I don't know if, like, living in China to get PvP and Pokemon Quest is what you actually want in life. PvP Pokemon Quest is not the good stuff. Yeah, I think I would rather you just know, have Google as a search engine. <laughs> I would rather have freedom. One person's trash is another person's treasure. Is all I can say. Well, Please well, go on okay. with your press conference, you, your support of this terrible press conference. All right. In 2018, they also showed the first main series game for the Nintendo Switch. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. And then they announced that there will be another main series game closer to Sun and Moon and X and Y in 2019, which we now know as Sword and Shield. And I believe that's all they did, that press conference last time. So three things. Quest. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. 2019 Pokemon game. This press conference was a lot bigger. There's a lot of things to go through here. These press conferences aren't really for us, although they do live stream it because people care, but 
I'm assuming there's a bunch of stockholders watching being like, okay, what is this company that we're investing in going to do for the rest of the year? Well, they're mainly for the press. Yeah. So I that mean, they write articles. To, to say, hey, this is what's coming out. Ask us more later. Like, a press release is for everybody who's interested in what's happening at the company. It's the official statement that they're making about products. It's what's coming up. So, like, press releases are the generally the most official guidelines of what's happening. Also, like, insider trading stuff, etc. Like, you can't talk about certain aspects, and NDAs usually rely on things being disclosed until it's announced in some in an official press release. Yeah, so, like, definitely. there's a lot of officiality behind these things that allows them to say, okay, we are officially announcing this. It is officially out at the press, and we can point to what we've talked about as topics that can be freely discussed going forward. So we have announced our slate. So it's it's for a lot of people and they stream it because you know it's the most direct access to for fans who want to know what's coming up like okay here is the outline of the plan like it's not going to go into detail but they are going to announce officially this is what we're working on and now it's okay for journalists especially if they had interviews that they were waiting for like journalists now know oh it's okay for me to go talk about that interview i had or what i heard and I won't be in lawsuit territory. I wonder how much those giant Pokeballs cost. <laughs> a lot. And you can't have one. You have no room in your home. That's what I was I thinking. I missed the giant Pokeballs because I was actually just listening to it. I wasn't watching it with my eyes. They had two. They had a Pokeball and a Great Ball podium. And then they had even mm-hmm. bigger ceramic-ish looking Pokeballs on either side that people came out of. So John Hankey came out of a large Pokeball. He did, yeah. Everybody came yeah, out of a large did. Pokeball. That, it's, I mean, we now know that it's really comfortable in there because humans can survive. It changes the nature of Pokemon. I have the official press release here that they emailed me. Uh, the one thing that is missing on this press release, probably because this is an English press release, but we'll talk about that first, is they announced a new Pokemon Center in Shibuya, uh, that will be featured the so every Pokemon Center has like a Pokemon, many Pokemon that are the mascots of it. Yeah, and this one is going to be Mewtwo. Well, because he's got a movie coming out and everything, so that's like, or it has it's I can be either. <sighs> did they confirm that, or did they mention that the most recent? Pokemon Center that's actually open is the one that's uh, just opened in Singapore. They did talk about that, yes. And that that's the first one that's outside of Japan, although that's kind of forgetting the one that used to be in Manhattan. Yeah, they don't... Yeah, they kind of, like, sweep that one under the they rug, don't, don't like, they? Yeah, they don't acknowledge the uh, Manhattan one for whatever... Maybe It was just a pop-up. Yeah, except it was a pop-up that was there for years. So, I have my buddy Chris <laughs> um, just recently... Uh, he's going to be in Singapore for a couple of months. So if we see what the cool exclusive th- Singapore things are, let me know so you can pick them up for me. Yeah. And give me that popsicle stick. The popsicle stick's in Japan. It's not in Singapore. Just some examples Look, here. He'll, they'll be closer than, than I am. True. Yes, examples, go. Uh, every Pokemon Center features Pikachu as a mascot. So when I say some of these, I'm not going to say Pikachu every time. Just assume Pikachu's there. <laughs> The mascots for the Singapore store are Lapras and Celebi. 
Uh, I'm not going to say all of them, but like Hiroshima is Shiny Gyarados. Kyoto is Ho-Oh. Yokohama is Turtwig and Popplio. Tokyo Bay is Chespin and Litten. Mega Tokyo is Mega Charizard. Skytree is Rayquaza. And uh, Sapporo is Alolan Vulpix and Poplio. Um, so as you can see, probably like the, the ones that I said, Poplio or Litten or Rowlet. We skipped the Rowlet one. But those will probably change out with the new starter Pokemon. Osaka is Squirtle and Meowth, for example. So this one will be probably just Pikachu and Mewtwo as the mascots. They showed that. It looks cool. Uh, I think they also said there's going to be a Nintendo store near the Pokemon Center. It's in the same mall. And they said they they followed up with, "I hope we become. I hope our stores are good. Have a good partnership together." That's not. They said that they're planning. They're going to plan events together so that they can show like what good friends they are or something like that. They opened the press conference with Detective Pikachu. So the the Pokemon Center stuff was second. Just wanted to get that out of the way because it's actually not in the press release, but. They started with Detective Pikachu. They did not say Detective Pikachu 2, but they did say it's a new Detective Pikachu game. So I don't know what exactly that means. I have my thoughts, but... Well, they said it's a sequel. (sighs) Yeah. Because they said the ending was different and it's going to... the, The game is going to be divergent from the way that the movie ended. This says the release of Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie had itself wanting more of the famous Pokemon Sleuth. The Pokemon Company announced today that Creatures was, they made the first Detective Pikachu, has a plan to create an entirely new entry in the Detective Pikachu video game series, this time for the Nintendo Switch. The original Detective Pikachu game for the 3DS ended on a cliffhanger, and this upcoming game will be the conclusion to that story. Well, I've been waiting for it, so I'm very happy. Personally, don't think they're going to call it Detective Pikachu 2, because I feel like that will hinder sales. Oh, oh, definitely, especially if it's on a completely different platform. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. This is going to be like... It's going to be Detective Pikachu Electric Boogaloo. Something like that, yes. Detective Pikachu Search for Curly's Gold. Uh, Yeah. Not something like that, no. I could see them using a lot of... I could see this being the first game, and then at one point it just splits off, and they cut some stuff that didn't really work, and then they rebuild the ending, and so it's like a, it's like Mario Kart DX or like Pokemon DX. No, that's no, 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 no. They're not going to do that. You think they're going to pick up right where they left off? They're going to. Uh, so I would not use those words. I think they're going to tell a subsequent story. Oh, so you think it's like an which... ultra sun, ultra moon to sun and moon? No, no, no. Oh. It's like like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and then the next book was kind of the same characters, but it didn't have anything to do with ice witches and lions anymore. Well, the lion's kind of there in the background, but it's like a different story. <laughs> yeah. It's now, a new I, story. So... I imagine it'll be a new story, and the beginning of the game will be a basically a case review. Like they'll just do like quick snapshots of what happened before. Of like, hey, let's run down what we know. What because the main mystery is I'm still looking for my dad. And the rest of that game, 
was just cases. Then that doesn't matter towards the second game. So they'll just do a review and then start a whole new series of cases. Okay. But we're all in agreement that they're not going to put a two on this. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I, no, because it makes sense, right? Because what's going to happen, you always have to think of the befuddled parent. The befuddled <laughs> parent goes to Target and is like, I need to get a game for my kid. My kid likes the Pokermans and uh, my kid just got a Switch. So what's the Pokerman game I can get for the Switch? Oh, I see. Detective Pikachu 2. Uh, I don't know if he played Detective Pikachu 1. So I I but guess I can't get that one, but they had um, Splatoon too. They have two to a million things. Sequels aren't that unusual. Yeah, but like the, the befuddled pilot diff- knows what a sequel. I think the is. difference is the Tech Pikachu one didn't sell amazingly well. Egg, well, that's I don't know that this true. one's going to sell amazingly well either, but it sold well enough to get a sequel. Oh, this is going to sell really well because it's based on a movie. Well, oh yeah, so it's going to be Detective Pikachu the movie, the movie the reimagined. <laughs> Well, that's like it's the whole thing with the, from your screen, uh, Detective Pikachu. That was the whole thing with the PS3 and the Xbox 360. Like Microsoft didn't want to name it the Xbox 2, even though it is the second Xbox. Because if you're sitting on store shelves for Christmas and the parent wants to get little little Timmy a new game system, and you see Xbox 2 and PlayStation 3, you're gonna buy the thing with the bigger number because that sounds newer. <laughs> You know, you are finally making sense. That's why they stopped numbering iPhones, because they need to make it more confusing. It's like, which one is the worst one? The iPhone X, the iPhone XR, or the iPhone XS? Who knows? Who None of them. They're knows? all great. Mm, uh, actually, it's not X. It's 10. Thank you. I don't think it was called the ten. It is called the can ten. Can we ban that? Can we ban that voice from this podcast? Like it can be on the stream. Fine. <laughs> That's my nerd like correction. Voice. Yeah, it's banned. It's all right. <laughs> Never mind. Um, actually, I'm banning it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take a break. <laughs> I know my caffeine is running low. Okay. Well, we have, all right, Detective Pikachu done, Pokemon Center stuff done. We still have a lot to get through for this press release. We got a lot of Pokeballs to get through. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I have one more quick Pokemon Center question for somebody who's actually been to Japan and been into a Pokemon Center in Japan. They did focus on the fact that it's going to be all black inside. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's kind of disturbing, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of Pokemon centers are very uh, white and very well lit. It it kind of reminds me of like walking into a Walmart and then walking into a Target, and Target is just so bright. Yeah, Target's real bright. Um, and all the Pokemon centers felt that way. They were just really, really bright. Um, and the floors were white, and the walls were white, and all the lights from the ceiling reflected off that stuff, which just made it very like instantly stimulating. And I think that was like Target's thing too, right? Like, if you have that much light, it's hard to be tired or something. That was, like, one of their, it's, like, low-key subliminal marketing. Okay. Uh, But, yes, you are right, Will. They did focus on this one being, like, a black-slash-darker store. You know, Skytree might be a little bit darker. Yeah, Pokemon Adult After Dark. I don't don't think that's what they were going for. (laughs) 
But, uh, oh, right. Hold on. Before we take a break, when they announced Detective Pikachu, they said Mm -hmm. they brought, uh, I can't remember his name. They brought this, uh, I believe he worked, he like worked for Toho, right? And he said that he was joining the Pokemon board of directors. Correct. Yeah. Worked for Toho. Toho produced Detective Pikachu. Toho is also producing the new Godzilla film that just came out this past weekend. And then the the board of directors Toho guy said that um, I can't remember his name. You guys know the uh, police officer actor in Detective Pikachu. Oh, uh, uh, famous Japanese actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Why? Why? Ken Watanabe. Yes, thank you. That, yeah, Will Anderson wins. You won because my brain was like name he says that actor was in detective pikachu and also in godzilla and then he goes on to say i probably shouldn't be bringing up a different movie at this press conference but you guys should all see godzilla (laughs) (laughs) i mean i want to see godzilla (laughs) and i think he even said it was the actor's birthday too and then it cuts back to the ceo of the pokemon company and he goes Thanks for including that information that had nothing to do with our press conference. (laughs) (laughs) You could tell he was low-key annoyed. Yeah, well... Like, I think, like, any... Like, if you you weren't annoyed or if it wasn't that big of a deal for you, you probably wouldn't have said anything, but that is definitely the response of, like, an annoyed person. I mean, I would say something, but I say something about everything, so... Yeah, you're very opinionated. Look... Let me talk to you about an hour about that. No, let me talk to you about the fact that Mothra is a good guy, and I don't understand why in this movie they're having Mothra be a bad guy, and I literally have my finger pointing up, and I'm making that emphatic hand motion. I am so aggravated by this. Have you seen the movie? No. Do you know that for sure? Because originally when Mothra was introduced, everybody thought Mothra was a bad guy. Can I get a nerd voice of Mothra being a good guy? Uh, so actually, Mothra has... (laughs) Two mystical fairies that can talk. They to live in a in an oyster shell, and yeah. you open the oyster shell, and they sing the Mothra song, Mothra, Mothra, and then Mothra so, comes to fight the Godzilla that's trying to kill the town. Yeah, let's take a break. All right, we need to take a break. <laughs> we're back. We're gonna talk about when we get back. We're gonna talk about Pokemon Home, Pokemon Sleep, Pokemon Masters. Uh, and I guess we'll talk about this China thing with Pokemon Quest. So we will be right back. I'm outraged. Hello. Hi. It is the beginning of the month. So that means I bring up the Patreon in ad form. If you didn't know, podcasting and Twitch streaming are my full time job. But most of you know that. I'm very fortunate and lucky enough to be in the position, and it's all possible to people who support me with tools like Patreon. If you enjoy the weekly episodes of It's Super Effective and you want to throw a couple bucks my way, you can head over to isc.cash, or you can click the link in the show notes below to sign up for Patreon and get access to exclusive features like our Slack community. You can also get access to our second podcast, Alola Vacation, where Irene and I talk about the anime weekly. With Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out later this year, it's a perfect time to join the Patreon and the Slack community and chit-chat with very humble and incredible and super nice Pokemon fans that we have there 
think we have like four, like 380 some people or something like that. Uh, all super nice, all super awesome. They would love to say hi and meet you. We were thinking about it if you were on the fence. Perfect time to join. ISC.cash if you want to check out the Patreon or, like I said, in the show notes below your podcast app where however you listen to this, there's a you click notes and it shows you the, the episode notes and the timestamps and the links to the Twitter and the other stuff. But the Patreon is there. Um, okay, add over once a month. See you July, whatever the first week of July is. Uh, thanks for listening. On to the rest of the episode. And we are back from our break. So before we continue on with this press conference, there is another Nintendo Direct. Or sorry, I'm on Nintendo's website. There's a Pokemon Direct on June 5th. At 6 a.m. 6 a. Pacific time. Pacific time. 9 a.m. Eastern. It will be 15 minutes long. And it will reveal new information on Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. And that's all we know. Just 15 minutes. We don't know what it's going to contain. It's dedicated completely to Sword and Shield. We do know what it's going to contain. New information about Sword and Shield. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this because I one of my complaints in recent years is that they reveal too much about the games before okay. the games actually come out. And then I was like, well, maybe this time they're taking a different tact and that we're actually going to be surprised and get surprises in the games as we play them rather than knowing absolutely everything before the games are released. Well, I guess that's not coming true. They really only did that with Sun and Moon. I don't remember them that doing that much for X and Y. Well, it's gotten worse and worse as time has gone on. Isn't that the nature, though, of like culture? To get worse as time goes on? Yes, we are in a decadent and decaying society. <laughs> but I mean, like... Oh, here we go. <laughs> like, selling your games, I feel like you have to have... I don't know. I understand why they do it. I also understand why people, like, want to go in fresh and stuff, but... I'm like that person where if somebody was like the entire Pokedex leaked, I'd be like, I have to look. I know you are. You forced me. You forced my eyes onto that Pokedex. It's so hard not to. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't like I get the surprise of seeing them when I look at the Pokedex. I have that set of emotions. Having them in a fake green environment doesn't alter my excitement for their design and interest i just get it earlier like i still have all the excitement and all the ooh, i'm so excited but you lose the excitement of i'm walking through this patch of grass i have no what idea what's going to spring forward and then blah comes out and you're like oh i never knew a blah and then it's like wow look yeah, at this thing but i I, at the Pokedex, oh, what new Pokemon are being introduced? Oh, excitement. What are they? I don't know what they are. Where are they going to be in the world? I don't know. I'm excited to run into them in the world. Yeah, but these spoiler people are getting better and better. They're just going to, like, start coming out with maps, and it'll be like, here's where (laughs) everything is. Well, I mean, if they didn't do it to themselves... Like, wasn't, like, didn't the sun and We are never going to get through this press conference if we keep arguing amongst ourselves. Well, okay, I'm just saying, didn't the sun and moon, like, it leaked because they released the demo and they didn't remove any of the Pokemon from the demo. 
They did that Correct. to themselves. Correct. Yep. And they've done it twice now. Like the first time I think was a mistake. The second time was like, nah, they're fine with it. <laughs> they just want, you know, they wanted to get it out. Like, come on. I just hope, I just hope they don't do a demo. I hope they do a demo after the game has come out like they did for Let's Go. Let's talk about Pokemon Quest. That was the third thing I think they announced. Not that the order matters, but uh, earlier in May, it was announced uh, that the popular mobile game of Pokemon Quest will be coming to China via NetEase, the second largest developer in the world and the new partner for the Pokemon company. Since then, more than 1.7 million players have pre-registered for the game in the country. Today, it was revealed that the that Pokemon Quest in China will be an enhanced version of the game with a new player versus player social feature. While Pokemon Quest marks the first mobile Pokemon game in China, it was also announced that NetEase is working on the Pokemon company to bring more Pokemon games to the country. So if you are unfamiliar, NetEase was the one, is the company making the Diablo Immortals game that everyone moaned about when it was announced, if I'm not mistaken. Why? It doesn't look good? Because NetEase doesn't particularly make good games, from my understanding. Well, I mean, Pokemon Quest is mostly made. They just have to, like, interpret it for China. Yeah. Uh, But this is, like, not uncommon for China. Because China has their own version of, like, Counter-Strike... They have their own version of Call of Duty. I think they have their own version of Player Unknown's Battleground too. Yeah, they have pretty heavy restrictions around how models can look. Like you can't show skeletons. Um and there's something that's like you can't show Bud. Like while World of Warcraft had to be completely rewritten, uh the entire Forsaken race had to be rewritten for China because they can't have skeletons. So it's wild. Like they get a bunch of different stuff developed because they have a lot of cultural things that you cannot do that's fine everywhere else. So there's a lot of support companies out there who are making things appropriate for China. Yeah, this is off variety. Uh NetEase was uh responsible for mo- mobile titles like Fantasy Westward Journey and Rules of Survivor. Uh, NetEase also partnered with Blizzard uh, to have separate versions of World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, Overwatch, and more in China. I didn't know they actually did Overwatch, too. Are there skeletons in Overwatch? Oh, isn't Reaper? Like, has a skeleton mask, I guess? They can't. They can't do it. What do Chinese people think are inside bodies? They know what it is, but there's some cultural thing, uh, like, you're not supposed to view it or something. I forget. Like, it's a thing. Okay. It's like a culture thing. Like they are aware of it, but you're not allowed to show it for I don't remember the reasons. I could look it up, but we're never going to get through this press cuts. Well, yeah, but chi- yeah, China's like Australia, where they have yeah. just lots of weird censorship that is completely out of the blue and unexpected. Uh, I mean, people wanted Pokemon Quest DLC. We've heard it for a while, where people wanted Johto getting added to Quest. I, they seem done with quests. I don't know. Yeah, they kind of seem done with quests. They I literally want hand- PvP Pokemon Quest. Do you? <laughs> yes. They literally handed it to NetEase. It's not like NetEase. I mean, maybe. Maybe they will make bring it to it. Like, I don't. Like, if they were saying PvP is coming to Quest, I'm not interested, I guess. I'm sure some people are, but. But Pokemon Quest is the greatest Pokemon game of all time. It's really good. But I don't think PvP makes it better. 
Like, if I'm going to pull up Pokemon Quest, it's going to be to grind some more levels and open some more pots. I do miss cooking. All right, let's get the other mobile game out of the way. We already knew that this game was coming, but they actually gave it a title. Um, a new Pokemon mobile game called Pokemon Masters is on its way for to iOS and Android devices from the Pokemon company and DNA. Uh, this is the D-E-N-A, but it's pronounced DNA. Pokemon Masters enables players to experience a new type of Pokemon battling on the go and features many famous Pokemon trainers from the long history of Pokemon video games. Gameplay will be optimized for smart devices, but for a casual but unique Pokemon experience. Fans can expect more details about Pokemon Masters in June. More information in like a month. I did see this with my eyes. Um, This was part of the press conference that I looked at, and I thought that it looked just like, what is that awful website, Java Pokemon Battle Simulator? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, the one that's like... Are you talking about Smoga or not? Sorry, are you talking about Showdown? Showdown? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I thought you were talking about like those like spin-off Flash Pokemon games where it's like three Pokemon versus three Pokemon. Because those no. are like for sure Flash games that are a thing. No, no, I was just thinking of like Showdown and which like people are like, oh, let's play Showdown. And I was like, but those aren't the Pokemon that I caught with my heart and love. Those are weird generated by typing in a bunch of numbers Pokemon. <sighs> Either way, it looked a lot like that to me. Uh, I mean, I think it looks better <laughs> than than the really pixelated sprites. This uh, that are showdown. This is I'm a also gonna say straight up gotcha game, right? Yeah, this is a this is a gotcha hero summoner game, and that is very bad for me because that's because they gotcha. They got me bad. <laughs> like I I don't know why I like them, and if it's as fun as Dragalia Lost is, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I may actually spend money on a mobile game, and that is not that's not ideal. I mean, you spend money on Pokemon Go. Not much, and I'm angry every time. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. But you, you have a shiny, lucky Roselia. I mean, I do. That's the consolation prize. But I, I didn't get that because I spent money on the game. You spent that because I spent money on the game. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I, I thrive off of other people playing and paying money on the games. But, like, I think the art style is very good for mobile. Like, I think the screenshot that they've released is not clear. Like, it's, you know, it's clear, like, they blew it up and didn't do a lot to change it. But, man, summoning summoning trainers. (laughs) It's, like, so bad for me. They made, so they originally made uh, Mario Run. They made Fire Emblem Heroes. They made Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. And they are Mario Kart World Tour. They're also making some other games, World of Demons and Arena of Valor. But I don't think those are with Nintendo. I've played Arena of Valor, I think, on the Switch. Oh, Hmm. and they're making Pokemon Masters. They have made a lot of games. They have literally made probably 40-some games here. But they're all... Mobile games. Yeah. Arena Valor is on the Switch. It's basically a League of Legends Dota clone for the Switch. They formed their business alliance with Nintendo on March 17th, 2015. The date of the unholy alliance. I do not super really particularly enjoy hero collecting games. 
Probably because they're... I think, like, what, like, a turnoff for me was Fire Emblem Heroes, which is... That's a hero summoning game, right? It is, but it's a bad... It was a... When it started, it was kind of a bad one. Yeah. But they were charging, like, straight up, like, two bucks for a hero, weren't they? Well, they were charging... Yeah, the the pricing was way... Like, if you wanted to go above the free summoning, the pricing was way out of whack compared to other games of that type. Like, their pricing was incredibly high and i think that's what a lot of people looked at it like it like you've got to be kidding with these prices because it was it was sort of beyond the pale but uh, and so you're playing what the other Dra- dragalgia dragalia lost yes i play a lot of dragalia lost i still dragalgy really that game dragalgy yes. lost and you that's, play as a poison dragon and that's uh that's a hero summoner Yes. How much does it cost to get a new hero in that game? So hero summoning is done either with the worm right that you get naturally in the game, and like you can either do the ten summoning, which is the only one you ever want to do because you're guaranteed the best in that one. Um, and that's not because they just changed the pricing structure. So like to get ten heroes and or dragons, it is uh one thousand two hundred worm right. Or you can spend uh, 1,200 Diamantium. It sounds like 12 bucks. 300 Diamantium is 399. Oh. So but like if you want to order $15 for 10 heroes? Yeah. And they're like and one of them, one of them is guaranteed to be of high quality if you do the 10 summoning, so. Uh, I think the problem with when uh, Bravex, that was Bravex's uh, Fire Emblem was released, it was like five dollars for one. Yeah, it was like way, it was way out of scale to whatever everything else is. Because um, I liked Fire Emblem, but when I saw the prices, and I was like, man, I really like this, but these prices are not good, and I need to delete delete this app because. I if I buy one and I'm upset, I'm going to probably buy another one to make me feel good. <laughs> and I can't do that. I need to delete this app. I mean, I think like the good thing with like Dragalia is it's very easy to get the free worm right. Like if you do your daily quests and you do a bunch of different actions, like at least twice a week I have enough to do a tenfold summoning and I've paid no money. Um, I've just played the game a lot, so it really it's one of those games that really rewards you well for your time, and I'm hoping Masters is that way. They did show in Masters that uh, they showed some characters. Obviously, it is a it's going to feature a lot of old characters that you probably remember, but they showed Red, they showed Blue, Brock, Misty, Lance, Steven, Cynthia, uh, Rosa, Diantha. And then they showed a ba- a basic ace trainer, male and female. And then the Pokemon that were shown so far are Charizard, Pidgeot, Onix, Starmie, Dragonite, Metagross, Garchomp, Snivy, Superior, Gardevoir, Fletchling, and Drifloon. Did Brock have to rip his shirt off? Was yes, that necessary? He did. No. Yes, it was. He is a teenager, Happy. Greg. He is not. Uh, isn't it Hargold Soul Silver? He's like older yeah i have no idea 
I think it was Heart Gold Soul Silver Brock, to be fair. It makes you feel better, Will. It doesn't. <laughs> I, I, that was gratuitous. It was not. I mean, Brock was always older, and then he's aged more. He's like early 20s, I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Well, too young for my Swedish math. Mm. I'm okay with not liking Masters, since I there are plenty of Pokemon games I don't like. Cough, cough. Pokemon Duel, cough, cough. <laughs> um, I don't think your coughs were well hidden. Oh, my my mistake. All right, the two big. Uh, before we get to the last two big things, they announced. Uh, Mr. Ishihara announced that the Pokemon shirts we've talked about these <gasps> like two months ago because they were they actually came out yeah. right before I went to Japan. Yes, the Pokemon shirts. Uh, which was a service in Japan. They are made to order uh, clothing designs that featured the first 150 Pokemon. They will be coming to both the U.S. and Europe. Um, I do not think they are available as of now, but you can no, at least look. look at them. So if you are want, we all getting these. If you, I mean, I mean, I'm getting one, aren't are you, I? Are you getting married again so that we can have matching Pokemon shirts for our suits? That would be pretty sweet. I've I mean, lost a lot of weight since your wedding. I can't wear that suit again. <laughs> just get it tailored. Mm. Your, sh- your shoulders don't lose weight, Will. No, or- my shoulders got broader. Clanging and banging. Uh, it's originalstitch.com slash Pokemon. If you wanted to actually look at these shirts, you can get them in casual. You can get them in dress. You can get them in Hawaiian shirt. You can also- Hawaiian shirt. You can also get them uh, in women's and men's which obviously they have different cuts. If you wanted a women's Hawaiian shirt, they they make those, I guess. I don't think I've ever seen anyone wear a women's um, okay, Hawaiian shirt. Okay, they're called shirt. Aloha shirts. Thank hey, you, look, not Hawaiian shirts. That's I'm just reading it right off the website. I would recommend if you're going to spend if if you're a hardcore Pokémon fan, you're listening to this podcast, you're into Pokémon dress shirts, you're going to spend close to $90 on one of these shirts. They're just fine. I'm not judging you. I am going to judge you if you don't just take the time to go to a men's warehouse and get your neck measured and get your arms measured. It's free. You're going to spend 90 bucks. At least order the right shirt. Just, just go. You don't, you don't have to go to men's warehouse. Just come by my house. I have a tape measure in my little <laughs> knitting crochet uh, tool cabinet box thing. I'll, I'll give you a measure. I am so torn. As to which design I like the most. Oh, that Raticade one is so good. The Articuno one is outstanding. The Cubone one and the Marowak ones are also excellent. The Lickitung one is... Unacceptable. Unbelievably good. (laughs) Did you see the the Kakuna one is very good, too? Yeah. The well, Bellsprout one, also put very Put it good. on your birthday list. Put it on your Christmas list. I might get the My Bellsprout My birthday one. already left. You'll have another one someday. Yeah, in a year. I can get my arms measured. I have my neck measurement. I can get my arms remeasured. Did you think your arms got longer or shorter? Longer no, but I don't, I don't have my arm measurement. I had them measured, but I don't have it in front of me. I have my neck measurement saved, but no, my arms did not get longer. <laughs> Or shorter, at least to my knowledge. Uh, but seriously, you can go to like a men's warehouse or literally, what are the uh, Joseph A. Banks? What else? Any, 
any department store. Oh, yeah, that yeah, Macy's. Macy's, Nordstrom. Just go Belk. get your neck measured. Get your arms measured. Don't don't spend ninety dollars on a shirt that's not going to fit you. Because if you want to tailor it after the fact, it's going to be like another twenty bucks. Don't don't do not. Pro tip: Do not pay to get a shirt tailored. No, your suit, your jacket, your pants. Get those tailored shirts. Buy just buy a shirt that fits. Oh, well, I mean, like a dress shirt. Don't get that tailored. No. Well, that's why I'm telling them to get them measured now, so they get a shirt that fits in the mail. Yes, exactly. Let's get Pokemon Sleep out of the way. All right. Trainers will be able to wake up with Pokemon every morning with Pokemon Sleep, a mobile app from the Pokemon company. Pokemon Sleep aims to turn sleeping into entertainment by having a player's time spent sleeping and the time they wake up affect gameplay. While most of the details about the app's functionality will be revealed at a later date, it was announced that a new device from Nintendo... The Pokemon Go Plus Plus, that's why it has a bad name, Nintendo named it, will mm-hmm. connect to Pokemon Sleep and launch with the app. This is the same company that came up with the new 3DS. The dev- <laughs> <laughs> Look. Shots fired. It was true, though. It was the new 3DS. Yeah. It's a bad Don't name. Don't at me. The device will use an embedded accelerometer to track the user's time sleeping and send this information to their smartphone via Bluetooth. The device will also use the same functions as the original Pokemon Go Plus, so trainers can use the Go Plus during the day and Pokemon Sleep at night. Trainers can look forward to Pokemon Sleep launching in 2020. To celebrate Pokemon Sleep, trainers around the world will have the chance to encounter Snorlax that are lying down in deep sleep in Pokemon Go at the beginning today. By the time this podcast goes up, I believe Snorlax will be gone. Snorlax yeah, will have the exclusive God. move Yawn in Pokemon Go. What does Yawn do? Absolutely nothing. nothing which is very good. Wait, it doesn't put the opponent to sleep? No, it just no. passes turn. <laughs> <sighs> There's no status conditions in Pokemon Go. Yet. It's sure. <laughs> Coming to Go Fast, status conditions. The Pokemon Go Plus Plus is the name of the device. It looks like a little hockey puck. Uh, it looks a l- it's bigger than the Pokemon Go Plus, but it's flatter than the Pokeball Plus. Yep. Yeah, it looks like a pretty large size. Yes. It's like a disc. It was a good disc size. You, are you guys for Pokemon Sleep? What What are our, th- our thoughts here? I mean, as long as I don't have to have the phone next to my bedside, and it's just the device that I have to keep track of yeah i mean i'm down for it i've used wait where do you put your phone when you go to bed like way away from me because i have my phone near me i will use it and then not go to bed so my phone is in a different room charging when i go to sleep wow Wow. i mean i have just a little nightstand i put it on yeah Yeah, i have a lot of stuff on my nightstand already i don't need that plus like i will just naturally be like oh i'll just check something else real quick are you out are it's you out. classic alarm clock? Yeah, it's called Two Dogs. <laughs> I always wake up before my alarm anyways. Have any of you used sleep apps before? I have. So there was one that I'm thinking this is probably more like. There's one where you we clipped a device to uh, the pillow, and then it would track the movement of the bed. Like, okay. 
against your pillow, and then it would just register like, okay, there was this much rest, you know, moving Wait, around. Wait, how does that work when you have two people? Yeah, that's always my problem with, I feel well, like, Well, because, apps. I mean, we we have a big bed, so it never got, Brent, Brent had his own. So it was very localized, so it was just like registering the movement over here. Um, it did get a little difficult because the dogs like to walk across the pillow in the middle of the night. So a couple of times it's like, you are really restless. Like, no, that was the dogs. Mm. But other than, but I found the one that I clipped to the pillow, I found to be the most accurate. But ultimately I stopped using it because I was looking at the data and I'm like, this isn't really telling me anything. Like, right. Like you can't really it doesn't, change. I, like, I know I need to go to bed earlier. Sleep harder, dude. Sleep yeah, harder. Sleep harder. Sleep better, yeah. Greg. Sleep better. I mean, for people who snore a lot or have other problems, it's good for tracking. Like, you know, Brent had sleep apnea for a long time, and then it was good to sort of track when those things got bad and present that to a doctor. But other than that, there's not a lot to get out of sleep other than, yes, you slept well as much as you can rely on the data for X amount of hours, which... I can just look at a clock. I went to bed at 11 and got up at five. That's how long I slept. So it's, I think having it tied to something else. So I can still get the data of my sleep and then have it affect the game is something I would probably use because there's an additional effect to it. And it doesn't take a lot for me to use it as long as I can clip it and have my phone elsewhere and, They'll talk to each other via Bluetooth in different rooms, or it will store the information and upload it. Like, I'll probably end up using it. Well, my because. real question is, what is it going to get me? Yeah, that's the question. Like, what am is it I, going to get Am me? I incubating eggs? Am I uh, getting buddy candies? So I think there's a little confusion. I don't think that while the Pokemon Go Plus Plus does work with Pokemon Go... The game itself is not Pokemon Go. What? So Pokemon Sleep is me being made by Select Button. And Select Button has a really good track record of games. They have made Survive Mola Mola. Hunt this is my Cook, favorite part of the show where we list games that other publishers have made. Yeah. And Pokemon Magikarp Jump. I mean, Magikarp Jump is pretty solid. So Select Button is making the game Pokemon Sleep. I mean, if they bring back the D Dream World and Dream World abilities, I'm in. Ooh, yeah. Agreed. Uh, I mean, in 100% if they bring back Dream World abilities. It, it could work with Pokemon Go. It just didn't seem like it is. <laughs> Besides, like, the device itself works with Pokemon Go. Right. I mean, Pokemon Sleep could work with Pokemon Go itself, but it that would be that would be select button directly working with Niantic. Yeah. No, they said that it can be used as a Go Plus. So right. yeah. it's there. Um I don't know if you put a Pokemon to like you do with the Pokeball Plus, if you can put a Pokemon in it to like hang out. You you sleep with a Pokemon to make its IVs better? Grows up to nah, be stronger. they have it go visit things in the dream world, like the yeah. dream world. Was. That was my first thought too. Is like, oh, is this dream world related? But I don't. It, it like our hidden the berries for you. Dream world was all about hidden abilities. Yep. Well, no, so, like, no, 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 no. Dream world was about mini games and <laughs> doing a whole bunch of getting them special berries. 
That too. There was the a lot hidden in abilities World. were ancillary. There's a lot of jokes going around about Pokemon Sleep. Let's yep. go Pokemon Sleep and let's go. Look, they're bad jokes. They're real low reaching fruit here. Get over yourselves. They're bad. Low hanging fruit. That's what I said. Low hanging fruit. That is not what you said. <laughs> uh, actually. <laughs> if you're not excited for Pokemon Sleep, that's fine. No one's forcing you guys to play these Pokemon games. Very yes, true. my contract with this very podcast and the fine print must play all Pokemon games and enjoy them. For everyone complaining that Pokemon Sleep is a game coming, I'm sure none of them are actively playing Magikarp Jump or Pokemon. I'm sure most of them never played Shuffle. I'm sure Pokemon Duel was not the first thing on their radar. For whatever reason, Pokemon Rumble Blast Rush, Rumble Rush is not out on iOS. And people are upset that that game doesn't have shinies. Look, if you want shinies, Pokemon Duel has been here for years. <laughs> as long as the game is good, that's what I'm looking for. Yep. I have faith in Select Button. They made Magikarp Jump. That game is incredible. It's super charming. It's very cute. It's very easy to play. I think the important thing, though, here about Pokemon Sleep is that the Pokemon company has been pretty smart with marketing certain games. Uh, taking risks, case in point, Pokemon Go, using timing to their advantage, case in point, Let's Go. But specifically with this, I think the marketing that some people might overlook is the Pokemon company realizes that app real estate is very important and has been very important for several years, and they were a little slow to it. But if you think when you turn on your phone in the morning, I think that's what most people reach for when they wake up is their alarm, and then probably their phone, unless their alarm is their phone, in my case. I think every single company, whether it's Nike or Apple or Google or Facebook, wants you to check their app first. And they are specifically, in this case, the Pokemon company is specifically making an app that they want you to check first. They want you into that ecosystem of I think some people check Twitter first, some people check email first, or their text messages, or Reddit, but if you're putting a Pokemon to sleep, and the first thing you're doing is waking up, they want to make the game, hopefully, exciting enough where when you wake up, you, you get actual health data, but you are excited to see what has happened when you were sleeping. They better figure out a way to get the latest hockey scores up in that app, then, if they want that to be the first thing that I check. You check hockey scores? What? I just said that because I knew you guys would react. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is there some overnight hockey league happening? <laughs> I, I go to bed early. These hockey games stay late. Hockey after dark. I mean, I am planning on moving to the Midwest, Hockey Central. So No, we're not Hockey Central here. I know some people who would disagree with you, sir. Yeah, don't listen to them. I'm very, I'm very excited for this game, though. I, I mean, just based I'm on Magikarp Jump and press, p- press select, sorry, select button. Yeah, I hope it's fun. I mean, it'll probably, it's a low barrier of entry. Hopefully, like attach this to your pillow, go to sleep, see what happens. Like, it won't cost me much to do that, so I'll probably give it a shot, depending on the price points. Well, I'm assuming the, the 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 app is probably going to be free, right? Yeah. 
but you have to have the thing. I wonder if the Apple, so some, there is a, I think, I can't remember what it's called. I do, I, I've tried a bunch of sleeping apps, even back in, oh my gosh, 2010, 2011, I had something called the Wake Mate, which was like a wristband you wore on your arm, mm-hmm. and that would send data to your phone. Uh, and then I've done the whole, like, wear the Fitbit to bed. Yep. And uh, wear your Apple Watch to bed. I don't wear my Apple Watch to bed. I've stopped. I don't wear anything. charge it up. When do you charge it if you wear it to bed? That's the problem with the Apple Watch. It's just the problem with any... I don't want to wear anything to bed. I hate it. Uh, yeah, very, I don't like it either. Very uncomfortable. Uh, but there are some apps that you can, you know, download for free in the App Store that are... Uh, if you don't have a device, you can put your... your iphone or your android phone like on under your pillow and that will track it no no tooth fairy tooth fairies will steal my iphone very true i wonder if thank you if this app will have that feature because i think a lot of those sleep apps have the feature because otherwise if you have to go out and buy a you know 35 dollar 45 however much this puck hockey puck costs you're really segregating your market. Because if you don't have the hockey puck, then you can't do it. And obviously they yeah, want to sell the hockey puck, but yeah. I'm sure there will be a yeah, free I mean, feature. They want to sell the hockey puck. There may be a way to interact with the with the game that's not recording your sleep data, but you'll get a boon if you have the sleep data. I mean, I could see that, but I don't see them building in a function to shove your phone under your pillow when they have a thing that they want to sell. Yes. Yeah, but they can always exactly. sell a thing as like, this gives you double something, or uh, it's more accurate. They can always do that. Eh. Mm. I'm just happy that finally something exciting is going to happen in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Exactly. <sighs> Last point about Pokemon Sleep. If they do the thing where they punish me, because of my work schedule, I'm already out. Look, not all of us go to bed at 10 p.m. and wake up at 6 a.m. Not all yeah, of us go to work bed nine- at nine and wake up at 4:30. <laughs> not all of us have nine to five jobs. So if they punish people of like, like I had an app that did that, where it was really? it said like select your sleep schedule, and my sleep schedule ideally is 4 a.m. to noon. I I stream till 2 a.m. I usually eat. And then from like three to four is like my wind down time where I take a shower, brush the teeth, climb into bed, and then I sleep from four to 12. That's my eight hours. And then I do all my errands during the day. And then I start streaming at six. There's nothing wrong with that. That's like a third shift right there. But I had an app that said like the latest I was allowed to go to bed was 11 p.m. And so it would always punish me that I was going to bed at an unacceptable time. I couldn't say like... Fire that app. Well, I did. I yeah, that d- deleted it. Really, like I've never had an app that cared when I went to bed, just how long I slept. So hopefully it doesn't do that. We have one more thing to talk about. Yes, we do. Let me check this Pokemon release. <laughs> Press release. <laughs> Pokemon Masters, Pokemon Sleep, Detective Pikachu, Pokemon Quest for China, Pokemon Shirts. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about Pokemon Home, and then do our Pokemon of the Week. And Question of the Week. And Question of the Week. So we will be right back. What about you, Irene? 
I watch the anime on the WB. 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 Was the WB until it became the CW. Anyway, um, I watch the anime on the WB. WB. I've been involved with Pokemon since then, so. Wow, I feel WB. WB. And we are back from our break. Last thing here, news related from the Pokemon press conference, Pokemon Home. Mm-hmm. The press release says, the world of Pokemon games is more diverse than ever with a range of titles from the 3DS, the Nintendo Switch, and mobile devices. Now, trainers can bring all their Pokemon together with Pokemon Home a new cloud-based service app that enables them to continue their Pokemon adventures beyond a single game system, beyond a single game system, there wasn't a <laughs> comma there, uh, and manage their collection of Pokemon across many of their games. Smartphone users can also trade with friends or others around the world directly from Pokemon Home. Pokemon Home connects with Pokemon Bank as well as Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, the upcoming Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield games, and Pokemon Go. Pokemon Home is expected to launch early 2020 for iOS, Android, and the Nintendo Switch. Okay. That's a lot. Is it a lot, or is it not that much? Well, I mean, this is this is better than any Pokemon new, like, <laughs> this, is, this is the dream right here. Like, you could, you could tell me, Steve, aren't you excited for a new Pokemon game? Sword and Shield's coming out. Aren't you excited? No. <laughs> I'm what? excited for this. Look, there's always going to be Pokemon games. Am I excited for Not Sword always. and Shield? Not compared to Pokemon Home. There's going to look after Sword and Shield. They're going to make po- they're going to make Gen 9. They're going to make Gen 10. There's probably going to be like 20 more spin-offs. Look, they're coming. I don't need to be excited for those. I know they're coming eventually. This. This is what I want. But we knew this was coming, too. Yeah, we knew this was coming, too. Yeah, but not this way. You're telling me that I can take a Pokemon from my least favorite Pokemon game, Gale of Darkness, and I can trade it all the way up into Pokemon Home and then trade it off my iPhone to somebody else? That's incredible. But can I take a Pokemon from Pokemon Duel? Well, I mean, no, let's not get carried away here. Plays that. <laughs> I will say the mobile part surprised me. I did not think that they would go this heavy on mobile after resisting for so long. Oh, I'm happy they're doing it, though. I mean, I'm happy they're doing like it. I just was like, really? Wow. The dream. The dream of well, remakes dream of red going and blue a on deeper. iOS and Android. Device. Yeah, possibly. Yes, exactly. Mobile versions of older games. Yes, interactivity with mobile devices okay. and your Switch. Yep. Older mobile games. Let's not get carried away here. Why? Twenty <laughs> fifth anniversary remake of Red and Blue on your on your mobile device because now they have a way to transfer that off. It solves that problem. Solves their big problem, the one that they've always had about ever they since fi- they already fixed that problem. 
They, well, they re-released Fire Red Leaf Green, and then they put Red and Blue on the 3DS, and I'm sure... There's no reason now to stop it from being on mobile, because now they have a way to transfer it off mobile. Like, the barrier oh, for putting saying. it on mobile was the fact that you couldn't transfer it off. Well, this yeah. solves that. Yeah. Absolutely solves that problem. Because they can build them to recognize that device. Like, they can add that one bit of code, and you can play the very broken first-generation games, and then transfer them off. Because they've already they already showed that they'll do it for bank, and figured out the formula to fixing the stats. So this is just, like, the next step to be able to enter those old games into that market. Would they, it's huge. But they, uh, but, 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 Mar, look at Mario. They made a brand yeah. new Mario game. They didn't put Mario... Like, the easy thing to do is put Mario 1 on the App Store. Yeah, but there's nothing continuing about that App Store. It is yet, yeah. a, it is yet another game. Like, it's yet another Mario game that they can play a lot of. There's not a through story. There's not a collectible aspect of Mario. Mario is a platformer, and platformers don't work great on phones. They just they don't. Also, They're not twitchy They enough. specifically mentioned during the press conference, the thing that makes Pokemon unique is that you get those, you collect those Pokemon in the game, and then you keep them with you. Yeah. through the games and passing them on through time. That was the whole like premise of the announcement for Pokemon Home. So, yeah. heck yeah. So like this is a big barrier to allow them to move those older games to this. Like Final Fantasy has released a ton of their older games on mobile. Like that is that is a thing and there isn't a collectible about that. Like Mario has a very different twitchy skill set, but turn-based games arrive on mobile and this is a turn-based JRPG at its heart. Yeah. And they fixed, they fixed the carryover problem with Pokemon Home. I would not be surprised to see the 25th anniversary red and blue coming out for mobile. I mean, I see people your People have been asking for it for a million years. Yeah, well, well, people... Like, let me play it on my phone. People have also been asking for straight-up Mario on their... Like, how many people are like, when when is when is Mario? When is Legend of Zelda coming to iOS? Like literally since the iPhone debuted and games were on it, people were Remember when the Wii U came out and everyone was like, Nintendo's dead, just port all your stuff to mobile. Cause that really worked well for Sonic and Sega, guys. That really saved Sega's hide by porting everything to every system system. I I don't I mean, like I see your but point. Timing, right? timing is a thing. Like yeah. People were asking for it before mobile gaming was the large cash generator that it was. Like yeah. 2007, no, people forget, like, before 2007, there wasn't an app. We are not that long into a development cycle of mobile games, and it's now really hit its stride. Like, phones are being designed to really support mobile games. Phones are being designed with mobile games as part of their DNA. People know how to program mobile games for these things, and mobile games need to have that sort of stop in the middle function because they have to do something else, or the time you play has to be short. And Zelda and Zelda does that a little bit, unless you're in a judgment, it's really hard to stop. And Mario is incredibly hard to do that because it's level based, and those levels can be super long. So there's like there's a lot of things to consider why those games aren't good fits for mobile, where turn-based RPGs where you can save in the middle of something, or where, especially for Pokemon, a battle lasts maybe a minute, which is well under Clash Royale times. Like, it is an ideal candidate for a jump-in, play-it-and-go nostalgia 
And the one problem they've always talked about is collecting it with you solved by Pokemon Home. I would not be surprised after the 25th anniversary we start seeing these things show up. It's an it's a market that expands beyond like so many people own phones that won't buy a separate system because they can play plenty on their phone. I didn't think our Pokemon Home conversation would go here. <laughs> yeah, well. not what I thought of when Pokemon Home came out. I, you you still have the you still have the price barrier. Like the worst thing you can do in the App Store is price your game at ninety nine cents. That has been statistically proven. The worst price point in the App Store for a thing is ninety nine cents for a, at least a game. So a dollar ninety nine is better. I mean, I know ninety nine cents is awful. Um, I think a lot of games free is ideally, as we've seen, the best because you get people in through other methods. I think a lot of the Zelda or sorry, Final Fantasy games are priced seven ninety nine to like ten. Seven nine to like fifteen sometimes. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, and um, like, but the I don't. Three DS versions ten bucks, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's around that price range. Right? Yeah, no, I did. wouldn't be surprised if it was around that price range too. But like, how many? Like, are are those Zelda games actually? Or sorry, I keep saying Zelda. Are those Final Fantasy games actually really selling well? They did for a while. Yeah, like a lot of people buy them and play them because oh, it's people super love easy. Final Fantasy for some reason. I have no idea why, but people do love it. I love it. It's great. I mean, mine, Minecraft is sitting at number one right now, uh, at six ninety nine. So I get, I guess, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas number eleven six ninety nine. I'm looking at top paid games. Stardew Value is twenty four at seven ninety nine. Yeah. Connection wise, uh, there's a graph where they showed in the presentation. There's a graph with arrows. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a surprising arrow graph. Like it was <laughs> followed existing existing ideals. The whole once it leaves Pokemon Bank. It ain't going back. Yep. Yeah. So if it leaves Pokemon Bank, it's not going back. So Pokemon Bank goes right into Pokemon Home. Pokemon Go will go directly into Pokemon Home. It cannot go back to Go. Nope. Uh, Pokemon from Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee goes into Pokemon Home, and it cannot go back, which I guess kind of makes sense because that Pokedex is so limited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, it... At most, you could hope for is you could send one of the 151 back, but they they don't do it because of moves that don't exist. Like, oh, none of this is surprising. The TMs are so different in that game, too. Yeah, like, TMs are different, moves are different. It it, it doesn't translate well. Like, all of these are, aren't surprising because they have different attacks. And if you try to send something back that it has an attack, well, like, Pokemon Go has not what now three, so you can't send something that has four back to it. Like all of it makes sense in the fact that the home will have the most recent and updated, and that doesn't exist in past games. So it makes sense that it can only go to Sword and Shield. Yes, and then Sword and Shield has both ways, so you can take yep. a Pokemon yeah. from Let's Go, send it over to Sword and Shield, not backwards. You can take a Pokemon from Gale of Darkness. <laughs> Yeah. Put it into Pokemon Sword and Shield, and you can take a Pokemon from Pokemon Go and put it into Sword and Shield. I'm curious, although it's not that big of a deal, is if you take a Pokemon 
from Pokemon Go and send it into Let's Go versus sending it directly into Home if something different happens. Hmm. So, like, hmm. from Pokemon Go to Let's Go to Home versus Pokemon Home to... Or Pokemon Go to Home. Because Let's Go guarantees whatever IVs. Yeah. And... I mean, I imagine that Go will use the same sort of calculation that Bank did. Yeah. Right, to update it? I... No, it's... it's, it's, There's, like, a weird thing. I don't know how it's classified, but... So, I got the uh, birthday chancy in Japan. uh, And then I got the, the Mewtwo in Japan in Let's Go. So they're both serious. They're both codes, just like the shiny Pikachu, shiny Eevee that you get at Target. And so when I typed in the, and I did them both while I was in America. So when I typed in the the Mewtwo, it came in as a English Mewtwo in a Cherish Ball, and with a Japanese OT because obviously, you know, the OT is set. But then when I did Chansey. Uh, it actually said that it was a foreign Japanese chancy in a cherished mm. ball uh, with the OT set of like birthday or whatever the OT is. And I was super bummed with Let's Go because I caught like an alo- I caught a Aerodactyl in Hakone. And when you transfer a Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Go Park, it says where they're caught. It says like, oh, this was, you caught this on this date in Hakone, Japan. And I was like, I did. I did catch this Aerodactyl on the side of a Japanese mountain. It's true. Uh, and then when I caught it in Let's Go to add to my party, it just ended up saying it was like an English Aerodactyl, which was like, to me, a little disappointing because <laughs> I is. literally yeah, went to is. a different yeah. country to catch this. And I was kind of wanted, it would have been cool if it was like considered a Japanese Aerodactyl. I that's like a pie in the sky dream thing for Pokemon Home to like know. So if you catch a Pokemon in a in a different country, it would be cool because Pokemon Go knows where country it was caught in. It would be cool if it would classify that as like, oh, you caught this Mr. Mime in Paris. This is a French Mr. Mime when it is transferred to a main series game. But that's come kind of off topic, but. I was a bit bummed because I don't know if other games will handle that kind of location data. And that's like the cool thing about like saying, I mean, we I keep bringing up Gale of Darkness, but it's cool to see that it will say that it's from a, I can't remember what it says for Gale of Darkness, from an other region or however it says it. I think the last thing we need to talk about is pricing, although we don't know that, but... <laughs> free it's all free they said a new okay so in the press release it says pokemon home a new cloud service app that enables them to continue their pokemon adventure couple questions nintendo switch online is 20 dollars a year that i think all of us are probably paying for yes because you need to do that to trade pokemon and let's go pikachu let's go eevee pokemon bank is five dollars a year Feel like if this would have worked with the Nintendo Switch Online, they just would have said Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be a service, right? Like you're going to pay for this outside of Nintendo Switch Online. And also, especially because it ties into your phone. 
So there will be people that are paying for it just for their phone. Yeah. Yeah, because it would be a dumping ground for Pokemon Go. Yep, exactly. Because yep. I'm so tired of having... I, I have maxed out my storage, and I still have to <laughs> delete Pokemon. I, I delete all the time. But I am secretly happy, Will, that I have not deleted any of my Deoxys ever, any of my Suic. Like, I have so many legendary Pokemon, and I refuse to delete a legendary Pokemon or a mythical. Yeah, I haven't deleted a legendary. And now I can dump them all. And if somebody's like, I... You know, I I need a Deoxys. I never bought Omega Ruby off of Sapphire. I never played Emerald. Um, I just don't have a Deoxys. Look, I'm sitting on 40 of them right now. <laughs> I got you covered. I got you covered. I am on top of Deoxys. That's that's very very exciting. I'm even even if going back to the location stuff, even if I can't dump um you know, Pokemon I caught in... Well, I mean, I, I have so many Pokemon I caught in Japan that, like, I don't plan on trading. I just... There are Pokemon that every time I got to a new city, the first Farfetch I would caught, I named it that city. Um, So I have, like, 20 Farfetches all named different Japanese cities and never plan on trading them. I can't... I don't really... I didn't want to... I guess I could move them to go now that it's quote-unquote safe. But I cannot wait to dump them into home... So I can get my storage back in Pokemon Go. <laughs> Question of the week. All right. Here we go. Now it's time for the question of the question, the question of the week. You were asked to deliver a heavy metal question of the week. That was anything but heavy metal. Look, they don't own me. That's true. Plus, my voice was, like, not up to the rumbly screech today. I tried earlier. I'm like, nope, we'll come back to that one later. This is from Catherine. Besides sleep and walking, what other activities could Pokemon get into? Pokemon eating with you, school, work. Can we be playing Pokemon all day? (laughs) Uh, Pokemon Task Manager. Every time you complete a task, uh, (laughs) Pikachu levels up. They kind of so, do the school and work in Japan. I mean, you get little Pokemon bento boxes and chopsticks, and you get uh, Pokemon backpacks and the little... Did I say bento boxes? I think I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They kind of invade Pokemon. Like, they have pencil boxes. Pen- like, they're very into the, the school stuff over in Japan, at least. I was... I have given this some thought, actually. And what I was thinking about was, like, when I normally talk to people about fitness, I always talk to them about, like, there's a equilateral triangle that you have to try to maintain to have fitness. And each side, one side is exercise, one side is rest, and the other side is nutrition. They have... We've gotten exercise now, because I certainly walk, walked six miles playing Pokemon Go yesterday. Uh, they've got rest coming up. Because it'll mm-hmm. say, like, enforce your sleep. So I really honestly think if there's some way to do Pokemon nutrition, that that would be, I mean, that would be it. That, that it completes the equilateral triangle. There are a million food tracking apps. So, yes, they could easily make a food tracking app where you yeah. record your food for nutrition by whatever guidelines. And- Just do it in line with Under Armour, because Under Armour owns my macros. No, they own my they fitness own- pal. My yeah. fitness pal. Yeah, so just do it in line with them, and and there you go. All set. Pokemon, go to fitness. <laughs> Pokemon, eat well. I mean, would they take a different stab at that with Wii Fit coming and going? I mean, Wii Fit was 
you know, say what you will about it. It was a success. Yeah. Like, everyone well, I mean, probably fit- has that balance board under their couch right now. <laughs> I do I not. I mean, it's next to my house, but... Uh, so, We Fit was actual exercise program and not exercise tracker. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we're just talking like, straight food. We're just talking straight food tracker. Yeah. And it's like you, you set a goal for your macros, protein, carbs, fats, um, and then you track your food and you get points for like hitting your macros. Yep. Why not? Yep. Absolutely. Gamify my lunch. I mean, they are invading the work marketplace with these shirts. Yeah. Gamify my shirt. Uh, there was Pokemon Go ni- week. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Pokemon Go news this week re- regarding Adventure Week. Look, they're bringing back Adventure Week. It goes Tuesday to Tuesday. If you walk 50k, you get a bonus 50,000 Stardust. Introducing Shiny Onyx, Shiny Anorith, Shiny Lyleep. And uh, it, for every new stop you spin, you get 10 times the bonus experience, which encourages you to find stops you have not spun. So there's your last bit of news i completely forgot yep adventure week is back i'm gonna have an adventure yes me too well maybe uh will our pokemon of the week okay i talk about outrage i'm furious because last week was supposed to be super hard and you all by the time I finished reading it you were like I know what it is I know what it is I feel like I wasted an hour and a half coming up with that one but here's your <laughs> reminder clues okay headlice Gillette Castle in Connecticut on the Thames River uh not on the Thames River but it's on the Connecticut River but it's between the Connecticut and the Thames River uh famous disease 1975 that's all I'm giving you. Who was it? You you know it alls. It was Joltik. Greg, what did you just say? Joltik. He Joltik. said it with an accent. Yes. Yeah. I was yes. like, I heard Joltik. Joltik. Like, You're correct. Joltik is my favorite. It's okay. I like very few bug types, and the Joltik Galvantula one is way up there on my list of bugs that I like in that game. It is real cute. It's the best. Is there any Joltik trivia? Of course there is. It's an electric bug. <laughs> it's, electric it's got bug. a real, it's got a good shuffle. It, the shiny is not impressive. Uh, Joltik is the only Pokemon with the base stat 319. Joltik is flied with Flabebe, Cutie Fly, Comfey, and Cosmoem as the smallest Pokemon. Comfey is a small Pokemon? Well, you're not counting the flowers. It's not part of the actual... Yeah. Oh, The flowers oh, okay. don't count. The flowers they pick. Okay. Uh, Joltik was designed by Seiya Suruta. I think I said that right. Who... Um, that was the only Pokemon they've ever made. Hmm. But... Good job. They Very have, good job. Uh, did illustrations for Pokemon cards in the past. Oh, cool. uh, So they drew Lotad for Secret Wonders, Cacnea and Slowpoke for Great Encounters, Cast Form from Legends Awaken. Um, they did a bunch in between, but more recently for Breakpoint, they designed the Shinx card and the Glam Meow card. Nice. Their art is very good. 
And what's the shiny like for Joltik? I never even looked. Ah, it's is that it's a weird. Oh yeah, I don't like it. Neon green. I actually found a shiny Joltik. This is how I knew it. Will is because when I was doing my Nuzlocke of Black Two, I found a uh, full odds one in eight thousand shiny Joltik. Just first time I went into Charge Stone Cave. Although its eyes turn from um, blue to purple. Yeah. Which is very cute. Yes, Chargestone Cave is right after the first route that Deerling shows up in. So yes. um, yep. if you didn't get the reference to deer ticks and Lyme disease, well, no, I basically ruined it by mentioning that whole Hollywood thing. I never should have brought that up because that's what gave it away. <sighs> Are you ready for this week's? Yes. Yep. You are not ready for this week's because I. This is how Will Anderson takes out his anger. No, I'm I'm ready. You guys start get right now. All the listeners, everybody, get a pen and paper. Get prepared to hit your little jump back fifteen seconds because you're going to have to listen to this a bunch of times. You're going to have to write it down, and you're probably still not going to get it because I hate you all, and I've made this absolutely miserable for you. It's a poem. Okay. It's for baby. It's a poem riddle. Okay. Are Sphinx. you ready? Yes. Glamio. Gaze. Outer space. To gain power, hover stones in air. Obey them in your dreams. Reuniclus could not be found here. In battle, it may hold in place the opponent who seeks to flee the scene. All except ghosts are transfixed by their controlling gaze. Ooh. Could not have spelled it out for you any more clearly. I hate you all. That's all you get. Do you want me to repeat it one more time? Nah. No, nah, we're good. We're good. Back button. All right. There's a rewind on podcast apps. Speaking of podcast apps, if you made it to the end of this episode and somehow this was your first episode, hopefully you enjoyed it. You can follow you can find It's Super Effective on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else. You would find podcast. You follow us on Twitter. Will is at Washing the Sink. Greg at White Wing. I am at Dragging Lake. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. Free and easy way to support the show. If you have Apple Podcasts or iTunes on your computer, you can leave us a review. In either of those, they're the look. They're the same thing. It's just on the computer. It's called Apple Podcast or I look on the computer. It's iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have heard they're making a separate podcast app for computers. They I've are. heard that rumor as well. Yeah, they are. They're splitting. Which is very awesome. And then uh, on your iOS device, it's Apple Podcasts. If you are going to GoFest, we will be there Friday, Saturday. Um, all three of us will be there. Uh, I'm leaving Saturday morning. I'll be there Friday. Friday. Fr- okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got one chance to see Greg Greg and his squirtle uh, will be there on Friday coming out we're coming out Greg and I have applied for a panel at PAX West we are waiting for uh, acceptance I don't think we'll get denied uh, but we should be at PAX West yep uh, so I see this ever. is how it's going nice. to be that we're we're now splitting. I do PAX East. You guys <laughs> do PAX West. It's going to be an East Coast West Coast battle again. This is this, something bad is going to happen. Will and I will be at Pokemon Worlds in yep. DC. 
and I will be on Twitch pretty much every night still. Just a reminder, every single day I feel like there's one person that's like, I'll listen to the podcast. First time here, twitch.tv <laughs> slash pkmncast. Uh, we will be doing, um, we will, we are on the journey of completing our Black 2 Pokedex, aka also a Living Dex before Sword and Shield comes out. That's what we're trying to do right now. I had literally have to. Time. I literally have to play through all of either white two or black one to get a Reshiram because I had a Reshiram at one point, but I transferred it somewhere, <laughs> and I just need that one Pokemon <laughs> in the Unova region. Um, I'll I'll do it. It's all right. I we we got options. Uh, but thank you all for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you are excited about the rest of the year and early 2020 because a lot of this stuff is early 2020 we will see you next week this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are super effective super let's go home and sleep Like every podcast on the internet, we are funded by Patreon. This is a shout out to all the supporters at the producer tier on Patreon. A huge thank you to Alex, Anthony, Catherine, Matthew, Jeffrey, Kevin, and Cygnus. If you would like to join our community and support the podcast, you can head over to isc.cash for more information.